Hello everyone, this is Emmanuel Martinez. And I'm Josue Rico. And you are listening to Found Forum. Welcome to the conversation. Can you hear? You good? Yeah, I can hear. Yeah, just a second. Okay. Okay. I'm just trying to get this mic. It's like... All right, let's get this show on the road. Hold on, I'm limp here. I don't know what's going on here. You're limp? No, <laughs> no my mic is like like a sag. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, shit, dude, what the hell? Oh, man. We'll just do it like this. Whatever. Uh, you can hear me pretty That's good. That's how we're starting this episode, by the way. Oh, shoot, dude, you started recording. <laughs> oh, dude, this sucks. Anyways. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the conversation. I am super excited about today's conversation. Um, it's going to be something that's very mainstream and is finally being talked about. Um, this is something that has personally affected me and Josh. Wow, are you silent? Oh, I didn't know you were done. Are you recording? It's, yeah, it's easier when we're looking at each other. Oh, that's true. But, <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, well, definitely, obviously, with PTSD being a form of depression and that's the thing is depression itself covers a lot of different mental health disorders um and i use the term mental health not to say that there's anything wrong with people that have depression you hit it right on but i really feel that doctors are manipulating their degree and words for instance adhd was a hundred percent bs it was 100% something to just push money and, oh, your child has ADHD, so he has all these different things that these medications will help with, which is BS. And they're saying, my son has ADHD. I'm sorry. Kids these days are not active like they should be. We're not exerting energy like we used to. We're right now, nowadays, we're so lazy, and I'm lazy. And I ran six miles today. I'm not tooting my own horn. Yeah, well, and you can't, you you can't expect anything else from a society that gives everybody a participation trophy just for being a walking person. Like, there's a reason competition and achievement has been around in human society for a long time because it makes us better as long as it's used in the positive. Well, I think we're going through a big transition and we are maturing emotionally. Um, unfortunately, physically it's affecting us. And that's why we're dealing with more depression but actually, I think depression 
has been around for a lot longer. We just haven't been, um, I'll just speak from my perspective and as a man. As a man, it's hard for you to express yourself because you have this, oh, you have to be strong. You have to hold this man figure and now- Everybody's gotta be Superman. Exactly, everybody has to be Superman and we're not. But luckily we had our mom, man, I gotta stop talking about mom, but she taught us a lot. And she taught us to be able to express ourselves when we're having a hard time, just speak. What's emotionally, what emotionally you're going through? And um, be able to express that. And that's why I think we're able to speak about depression more. And like The Rock, he just came out. He deals with depression. His mom, like he is not heavily, heavily depressed, but his mom wanted to commit suicide. And he went out and spoke about it. Dude, it is everywhere. But today we're to talk about, well, we have a lot of different facts and different things to share with you, but I'm excited to share my personal experience and how how I've battled with depression my entire life. Yeah, and we got some great information coming for you guys. Um, according to an article I read by the Anxiety and Depression Association of America, aka the aka the ADA, what's that? AK. The AK. <laughs> Whoa! Don't um, talk about the forty-seven. It's an assault rifle. Uh, <laughs> so it, it says that the leading cause of disability for in the U.S. for ages 15 to 44 is, is depression, and it affects 16.1 million American adults, or 6.7% of the U.S. population 18 or older. That is so big. And in our system right now, Josh... Do they teach how anger affects you? Sadness, hope, happy. Do they explain emotions anymore? No. Or at all? Well, no. And and back in the day, you had elders that used to teach people the right way and the wrong way. And we've, we've lost a lot of our coping mechanisms as human beings, as we become more advanced in society. And I believe that's kind of where all these weird illnesses that we haven't seen in the human population are coming from like these new things that are popping up every day. So what I'm doing with my son right now is when I was younger, I had all these feelings and emotions. I didn't understand them. Like happiness, sadness, anger. I had all these emotions and nobody really broke them down for me to help me understand them better. Why don't people do that? Like how much further ahead could we get emotionally and intellectually if we're helping everyone around us break down how emotions work, how they make us feel. Why don't we do that? I don't know, man. 
But I do believe that that's one of the biggest steps to being able to figure that out is really understanding who you are. Because unless you understand who you are, you can't help anybody else. Dude, that is gold. You're just hit Gandhi status with those words. Cause that's so true. And that's what I love about you, bro. Me and you have been on a self-discovery journey forever. And now we're sharing. I did a lot of my self-discovery in my teen years. Yeah, you've had some interesting <laughs> discoveries. Um, okay, so the end of that quote actually says, while well, major depressive disorder, which is the, the main umbrella, I, I guess, terminology, the, the median age of onset is 32.5 years, um, which basically means I got a year and a half and then I'm screwed. <laughs> Dang, dude, you're old. You're, you're uh, an old man. man. But this is the thing. I'm just going to talk out of my ass for a second, but I 100% feel this and have experienced it in my life. I don't think you'll experience depression, Josh, because you are focusing on all the things you want to do with this life. And I have a huge feeling that that is a big reason why people are depressed. They're doing what they don't want to do over and over and over, day after day, night after night. They're not doing what they want to do. They're not doing what they love, but you are. Yeah, well, and, and even as someone who is going after what I want in life, I, I still have my ups and downs, but I'm a little bit more equipped to deal with it than a lot of people, I believe, because I see an end goal for my life. I, I, I know where I want my life to end up. At the same time, don't you think that hard life we had to live made us strong and durable? Yeah, well, I mean, you you forge a sword in a furnace for a reason. Dude, you speak like a philosopher. So beautiful. Your words are... I am a philosophizer. Dude, your words are fantastic. I like mucho good. But it's so true. I think, no, I don't think, I know. This day and age, we're too soft. And this softness is exposing us and, and sending us down this depression lane. But it, it, it's good, though, because once you start getting depressed, you start to realize, what do you really want in this life? Yeah, well, and I, I feel like that's happening a lot these days. You know, you have the whole um, – there's, there's a lot more people these days that are trying to chase down things and go back to school and learn something new. Um, and there's also a larger growing, growing – larger groping. <laughs> <laughs> there's also there a larger, larger growing, growing – Harvey Weinstein, come on. Got caught. Well, five episodes. We had a good run. Well, remember that parallel one? Where I, like, I hope this is a good, the one where we have a good podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
where was I going? The the there's a larger growing population of people who are starting to get fed up with the status quo and are looking for alternatives, like i.e. the 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 tiny house move tiny house movement. The, <laughs> the tiny house. Bro, do you have marshmallows in your mouth? Come on, eat that before, not during. I get hungry during these shows. <laughs> <laughs> the tiny house movement. Uh, you you have all these uh, revolutionary co-ops that are springing up everywhere. Um, and if you have, don't know anything about that, definitely zero into that because I feel like that's a lot of the future. Once we get people to stop being so greedy and realize that we have more than enough space to house everyone. We have more than enough food to feed everyone. We have more than enough for everyone. So pretty much you're saying we're being gluttonous and we could literally live more minimally and everyone could have home. Well, I wouldn't wouldn't tie that into a bubble of we because we is a little bit more all-inclusive. I would say certain people... Um, certain groups of people have, have created the situation we live in today, but I also see a lot of groups of people that are trying to change that and for the good, you know what I mean? And, and that, that kind of gives me a hope. Yeah. I just saw for Washington that they're starting to ban tiny houses and dude, my heart dropped because people are tired of the system. People are tired of having to go to nine to five and work something they don't want to do, which causes depression. It's ridiculous. Do you realize we could, we could buy half acre land and house our entire family on tiny houses. We need like uh, Texas. Let's go into (laughs) the next point. Um, So across sectional perspective study in U.S. that indicated parents with major depression from too large health maintenance is a maintenance organization. HMOs, people know it. HMOs estimated a total of six-month direct health care cost for parents with major depression were U.S. three thousand. 113. That's every six months. Read that right. So that's six, that's every six, six months. grand a year per patient per year. That's dealing that's with depression. dealing with depression. And only. So costs attributed yeah, well, to hospitalization and long term care represented 30% of the total direct costs. I wonder where the other 70% came from. Hmm, Big Pharma. So, you know, hey, Josh, um, does oppression affect your body? Well, your body and your mind are one unit. No way. That's conspiracy. Well, if it weren't one unit, why would it be wrapped in this cellophane we call skin? Cellophane? Hmm. Is that what it's called? Well, no, but it's like cellophane. It wraps the outside over and everything. Like a burrito. 
Yeah, we're basically. You know, I just watched. Uh, I just watched a documentary, and I was watching <clears throat> um, cadaver getting cut into, and it was talking about obesity. But when I was watching the doctor cut into this cadaver, this feeling of holy crap! This is just a machine we're using. Yeah, that's not us. It it, it it's a vessel. It's like a boat. You know what I mean? We're just swimming. It's in crazy. It. So, one thing I'm wondering. Do you think technology and like all these frequencies and telephone wires, electricity, movies, all these different things that are affecting our mind, do you think that could attribute to depression? Yeah, well, um, I I believe much like over half the diseases and ailments and bullshit that we deal with today, it's it's all man made. It, it's 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 it all ties into each other. There's a failure of the systems that we're using that is so fundamental that it is destroying us. Our brain is a receiver and it's a transmitter. So when we have all these waves and electricity, whoa, dude, an alien, you hear that? They're listening. Do you hear that? Dude, let's do it. We're doing Yo, good. We got alien fans. Dude, and you didn't put some sound and in. Not you heard just that? the brown ones. It was like, <laughs> the brown aliens. We do it brown. <laughs> oh. But our brain is a receiver and transmitter. So anything it receives, if that transmission frequency energy is let's let's just say it man-made it'll destroy us slowly but surely when you go out to the woods people with depression they say that walking out in the woods for about five to ten minutes is smelling the pine trees will reduce your depression by 50 percent huh how many of you are doing that? Yeah, well, and we came from nature. We are a part of nature. So we we need to find a way to use our technology in a way that benefits every aspect of our life without damaging any others. And I believe we can do that, but we do need to go back to nature, natural laws, natural respect for one another and 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 just a healthy appreciation for human life so are you saying that these bio suits we drive are natural and of this world? i would say they're organic i just don't want to get too far out there but everything at least on our world that is living is organic so it all has to come from the same place I mean, whether you think it's evolution or creation, whatever, it all comes from the same place. It doesn't matter who's right as long as you're right about that. That's true. So why don't you hit on the next point that we got here for everyone? Okay, so 
there's a there's an article I was reading by the U.S. National Library of Medicine, National Institutes of Health. The name sounded long, so I figured it was legit. <laughs> the World Health Organization ranks major depressive disorder. <laughs> marshmallows. Pardon Marshmallow. everyone. Marshmallows. That's a good. That's a good band, though, too. Marshmallow. Ranks major depressive disorders as the fourth leading cause of disability worldwide. And this was actually uh, updated last November. Um, Dang. But here's the crazy fucking part. And projects that by 2020, how many years is that? Two years from now? It will be the second leading cause due to currently ex- unexplained increasing prevalence. Ladies and gentlemen. Unexplained. Suffering sucks, but it makes you strong. Wim Hof is a genius. And when he says cold is his God, it's because when you're placed in a position that you're uncomfortable, regardless of it, temperature, emotional, doesn't matter the situation, you get to learn a little bit about yourself. And you get to learn that you're more durable than you realize. You're stronger than you realize. You can handle a lot more than you realize. And I, inc- what I do personally, I put myself through suffering on purpose. Why? Because you're masochistic? No. I didn't even say that right. Be- <laughs> Dude, marshmallows. The theme of this episode is marshmallow. <laughs> <laughs> no, my mouth is suffering really is dry. Our bodies are built to adapt, are they not? Yeah. Am I wrong? Yeah. So if you're not putting your body under stress, will it be able to adapt? Will it be able to grow and, and build stronger muscles, emotional muscles, thoughts? Well, it, it's the same philosophy in sports. You look at any great athlete, they will always tell you that you don't get better unless you train with the best. You don't get better unless you do the hardest work to get better. That's in anything. And that's true. Um I remember the first time I tried to run a mile, it took like 20 years. So I was about 21 when I ran my first mile. Ah, Just kidding. But it takes a while. It takes time. And a lot of us, we give up because we're not willing to endure that suffering. But if you, little by little, over time, like a muscle, build that emotionally, for instance... When you're in certain situations that upset you, you're going to blow up. You're going to get upset. You're going to start yelling. You're be like, oh, I can't handle this. But the next moment, the same type of situation hits you, take a deep breath. You're literally rewiring your brain. You're literally rewiring your brain so the next time that type of situation happens, it's not as hard. It's a little bit easier. 
Yeah, there's actually a couple TED talks I like about that that subject of of resetting yourself. Um, but uh, one of the things I did want to cover also from the same source, the U.S. National Library of Medicine. I'll just leave it at that. Um, is this this one kind of guy got me got me a little bit because I was just blown away a little bit. Uh, one of the most striking aspects of the impairment associated with major depressive disorder is that personal earnings, household income of people with major depressional disorder are substantially lower than those of people without depression. So, in in essence, this also brings you know a part of the part of that whole issue of the the self-imposed well not self-imposed i would say the imposed poverty by the few of the many in yet another aspect you know i go to ask these people how's how are your eating habits how are your sleeping habits? Um, do you wake up in the morning? Do you feel excited to go do what you do? And if you don't, why are you doing it? Just because it's a financial, there's financial burdens you put in your life? Restrain financially. You don't have to have this lavish lifestyle and house and, and car. You're very important. Yeah, well, and I totally, but... That's what the public has been conditioned to believe, that they need all these things. And it's just not true. Half of what we're blasted with on a regular basis is bullshit. And, and it's, it's bullshit that put, puts power and money into the hands of a very select few groups of people. Which leads to more depression, right? Which it, it 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 exacerbates the cycle. Eventually, it's gonna have to get to a, a fight or flight point where the system breaks down. See, I remember one time I was going through depression, and I've gone through it off and on. I just put this face, but I watched. I don't know if you guys know any of my anime fans out there know Naruto. I watched hundreds of episodes of Naruto and just sat on my couch and ate box after box after box of cereal. And I didn't want to move. I didn't want to do anything else. I didn't want to work. I didn't want to do anything. I was just in this stage of dull and... It was infectious. It was like something that it was like a seduction. You can't explain. Those aliens. You hear that? Yeah, they love us, those aliens. Our cousins need to call us. I don't know why they make those sounds. <laughs> um, yeah, no. The depression for me, I mean, I'm, I know I suffer with like a mild PTSD. Um, 
And, and sometimes it's hard, dude. Like if I, I personally treat myself with medical marijuana, I, I'm a, I'm a medical marijuana patient, as I said before. Um, and, and that works for me and it's a natural thing. I don't have to take pills and damage my liver or any other part of my body. Um, it, it, it's a cheap plant that I can get anywhere. Well, anywhere in this state anyway. So how has marijuana helped you with PSD or depression? For me personally, I know who I was before I joined the Marine Corps. And I know who I was after. And I can tell you those people are two complete completely different people that after well when i you remember me when i was a little kid dude i was the joker i was always smiling no matter how much people gave me shit this is whatever it, it, like and that's me the fear spirit at my core, free spirit that 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 free happy spirit but, always a smile on his face but something changed in those four years um and i think i think the biggest point that impacted that change was um a good friend of mine um josiah pierce um he had a family genetic heart disease that they should have caught before he even went to boot camp but they didn't and 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 this is honestly not even a story I've told Manny before, um, but I was in charge of all the exercises that day, and because of this kid's nineteen-year-old kid, awesome dude, big smile. Because of that heart disease, and he, he overexerted himself, um, and his heart exploded in his chest before he got to the hospital. So, for a long time, I blamed myself for that, and, and it, it, it's, it changed me. Like, it, there were times when I, I had my daughter living with me and I would lock myself in my room because I just didn't want to be around anybody. And it, it's, it's a scary feeling to feel like at any moment you could just flip and not be in control anymore. And you get moments of paranoia and it, Fucking sucks. But marijuana helps me be the person I used I I I know I am. It helps me be a better father. I'm more attentive with my daughter. I'm more interested in what she's saying. I'm more patient with her. I'm more willing to explain things. And it, it, it helps me be who I know I am. 
very connected to one another. And what I've noticed from martial arts, wrestling, any team sport, you build like a partnership. You almost become family. And honestly, I've never heard this story till now. This is the very first time. And he lost a brother that day. And this is 100% real. Like, I'm at a loss of words. I don't know what to say. I can't imagine having a brother that I'm working hard, exercising, and all of a sudden, this guy that I laughed and joked with and built a relationship with, and that's 19 years old, just passes away from a freak genetic heart condition. Nothing that we can control. This is why marijuana is so important. There's so many people, veterans, military people, other people dealing with these types of things, these types of thoughts, these types of feelings, these types of experiences. Yeah, I I, um, I encourage everybody that's listening, go check out 22 Too Many and you will get a small glimpse into what is such a big problem. Uh, that, that whole organization is an anti-veteran suicide organization. And hopefully sometime I can have a couple guests from that organization come on and, and share their feelings. But these are people that have put their lives on the line next to other people and have lost those people. There's, there's nothing like that. There's nothing like being in that kind of position where all you really have is each other. It's like when you're first growing up as a child in your family. All you have is your family. And any loss in that family is a great loss. So it, it's it's... The, the, the whole 22 too many comes from an old statistic that states that 22 veterans a day commit suicide because they don't have access to marijuana and, and other possible remedies that can help them because of antiquated beliefs. It's so sad. It's horrible. Like, the creator, God, the universe, energy, vibration, created this perfect medicine because it knew this life is hard. You go out into nature and things are tearing thing, everything apart. But you go into human beings, we're way worse. And we have to experience those things. Yeah. And there's a medicine out there that helps us mentally, emotionally to deal with that. And it's a cheap medicine. And it works for so much. Um, but I, I, was, I was just reading through this, and, and, and I found it very interesting. Also from the U.S. National Library of Medicine. Those marshmallows, bro. Get them out of your mouth. 
Well, it's marshmallows and trying to recover a bit. <laughs> sorry, fucks. Uh, <laughs> Did you say sorry? Okay. Did you say sorry, fucks, or sorry, folks? <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe some of them are sorry, fucks. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, fucks. Folks. <laughs> keep saying. Dude, it sounds like you folks. keep saying fucks. Come on. I'm going to have to over-enunciate it. Just be like, folks. Folks. All right, folks. <laughs> it is now well established that major depressive disorder is significantly associated with a wide variety of variety of <laughs> chronic physical disorders, including arthritis, asthma, cancer, cardiovascular disease, cardiovascular disease, cardiovascular disease, diabetes, hypertension, chronic respiratory disorders, and a variety of chronic pain conditions. That is a whole lot of shit that is associated with one thing. Depression. Yep. 100%. Like, all the crap we have to eat is processed. Everything, every fruit, so many more vegetables are genetically modified. Why do you think depression is there? Yeah, well, it, it's like this study I saw on the effect of vitamin therapy and depression. Um, I, I don't remember the exact quantities, but I know that there was a pretty consistent link in the study between niacin deficiency and depression. Really? Yeah, it's an old study. It was like 1970s, 1950s. <clears throat> That's insane. I never heard of that. Yeah. It's awesome. But it sucks that there's a deficiency. Yeah, no, the information's awesome, but yeah, everything else sucks. <clears throat> that and iodine. There's so many things we're deficient in. Yeah. <clears throat> which is causing this depression. Causing yeah, our bodies well, to be like, at a homeostasis. It's like running your car without coolant or oil or spark plugs. You know what I mean? It it makes sense. If you run a car missing something, eventually it's going to break down. And that's where big pharma and big medical make all their money. So it sounds like depression is the next big thing that's coming up that they want to make drugs for... So they can make a lot of money. Yeah, well, I mean, they already succeeded in creating an ADH drug market. So why not depression? Ladies and gentlemen, we want to invite you to come talk about this subject, how depression is affect you. I'd love to read your stories and help you find alternative ways on how I dealt with my depression. You just heard my brother. He had a crazy experience that I didn't even know about that affected him. And he, for the rest of his life, has to go through that 
But he has a medicine that helps him. Yeah, and it's bullshit that the federal government is keeping a safe, usable medicine away from the people. There's a good quote. Mental illness is a man-made concept that has no objective reference. It corresponds to nothing real. An artificial tribute to human self-deception, ambition, and greed. It is a wrong turn in the history of human development. That's heavy. It's true. And it's the side effect of us not... Okay, not us. But greed and corporation over human rights is coming to fruition. It's affecting our bodies so much that it's so prevalent. Yeah, well, and I feel like it's going to come down to a point where we need to set our priorities. You know, do we prioritize human life or do we prioritize all these fake things that we've made up? It sucks that we're having to see how greed and how horrible people can be. Yeah, and that ties into the end of that quote, which says, it benefits psychiatrists and drug companies, but damages and stigmatizes and disempowers its victims. That's true. Yo, if that doesn't piss you off, come on, man. Like, that, that's got to get you a little upset. Who's the victims? The victims are us. All the people that are dealing with this and have no alternative than to spend thousands and thousands of dollars, whether it be our own or through insurance that we're paying for, that we wouldn't have to if we had access to an alternative. But but you pay into insurance vis-a-vis taxes or some other method. You know what I mean? There, there, There are a lot of ways that insurance is supposed to work but doesn't um and i'll definitely leave that up to anthony welty to explain when we get him on here as guest dude oh man insurance is effing ridiculous it is manipulated and weaseled and oh man it is horrible it has messed up our health system god i hate it i absolutely hate it yep yeah. So one thing I would like to get into is you shared one of your personal stories. I would like to share my um, my battle with depression. A little bit of history on me. Um, when I was young, I had epilepsy um, and I had seizures all the time. And so that's something that I guarantee is still affecting my brain. And so there are times when I get in these spills where I don't want to do anything. 
I just want to sit there. I don't care about anyone or anything. And I don't know how to get out of it. When I was younger, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to turn to. And my dad was a boxer. And maybe that didn't help. Aliens. Getting hit in the head. Aliens. Um, but I noticed that every time I did some physical activity, I had a little bit of more control over myself. It's almost like it de-stressed my body and detox my body, almost detox my thoughts because it affects your dopamine and makes you feel better. Uh, it's been statistically proven that physical activity helps the emotional state. That's true. Which and so I use that as a crutch. Proves the theory that everything's connected. <laughs> yes, it is. 100% connected. So I've used physical activity to help me through these states. When I, and yes, it's hard to get up. It is 100% hard. It's like lifting a 1,000 pounds off a couch. But you know what? One thing I do have is my anchor. I have my son, and I have a family I have to fight for. I'm a husband, and I'm a head of the household, and I have a responsibility to that family. So every time I get down in those situations, I ask myself, what do I have to fight for? I can't give up. My family is worth so much more. So I get up and I force myself. Force myself. It's not yeah, easy. Doesn't... Like today, yeah. <laughs> it was hard to get into the gym. I had to motivate myself. I had to watch C.D. Fletcher just to get through. Yeah, that's that's one of the things that I've noticed um, about life, too, is, you know, it, it's no matter what you do, you gotta have a solid reason behind it. Um, you know what I mean? Like, either you're doing it for your family or yourself or whatever, but it needs to, that, that thing needs to be stronger than the forces that are fighting against it. You know what I mean? Those inten those internal things that are telling you that, nah, I don't want to do anything and blah, blah, blah. The, the, that, that thought process needs to be broken by something stronger than itself. It does. And that's so, key. That's key. What's your anchor? What do you My use? anchor is my daughter and my family and trying to do the best I can while I'm here to make the world look better for my daughter and her children than it does right now. 100%. So I want to ask you, how has homeopathic remedies for depression helped? Is, does well, that help at all? Well, I, I honestly, I do believe that marijuana is a homeopathic remedy um, for, last I checked, over 26 different illnesses. Um, but there, there's this interesting... Uh, there's this <laughs> in, Marshmallow! It, it attacked! 
There's an interesting um, excerpt I got from doctorshealthpress.com. The effectiveness, ah, the effectiveness of homeopathic remedies for depression should not be attributed to the placebo effect. I'm pretty sure most of you know what the placebo effect is. If you don't know, basically, when they're doing a test, they give one group sugar pills, one group the actual medicine to see if the medicine works. Um, so the people that get the sugar pills, which this is freaky, usually the placebo group does see some improvement, but like some, sometimes the medicine is better, sometimes it's worse, but the fact that they think they're getting the drugs, so they start to get better is, it, it just goes back to everything we've been saying, um, but going back to the quote, it says it's a medical system that is over 200 years old and it uses highly diluted, very potent, naturally active substances from animals and plants and minerals. So you can pretty much extract all these amazing things from animals and plants and different minerals. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's using the world around us to heal us as it should be. Now you can hear clicks on this thing. Dang, this mic has turned up crazy. So a big thing I've noticed with depression is something that's helped me too. Because I get through these phases like up and down, up and down like a freaking roller coaster. And a big thing that's helped me is vitamin D. How many people are getting enough sunlight? Going out outside as much. We need a lot of vitamin D. Like I take, this is not a recommendation, this is what I take. I'm just, I take anywhere from 5,000 to 10,000 units IU for myself. And this helped dramatically with adding enough fluids, with vitamin D, and exercise. It is, like right now, I feel like I have control of myself. But if I stop taking vitamin D, I stop exercising, stop eating correctly, I get back into that funk. Yeah, it's also like that study with the niacin deficiency. Our food is so nutritionally deficient that it's actually harming us. And the proof of that is in the obesity rate, the diabetes rate, or diabetes rate, um, the rate of all these metabolic diseases that is through the roof. They didn't used to be that way. Ladies and gentlemen. Depression is affecting all of us. But we have control. We have the ability to make decisions every day. Thousands of decisions a day. And that's that in itself could be stressful. Yeah. But we have to take control. We have to start taking more care of these bodies that were given to us. We have to 
take in better information in our brains to help us mentally. And we need to be surrounded by a good group of people. People we can share our hurts and pains and express ourselves. Yeah, no, I, I know for me, like, the the marijuana helps, but also talking about it does help too, you know what I mean? I have access to VA and mental health, which is something awesome that a lot of people don't have access to, and I, I thank God for, but it, it's one of those things that you, we need to learn that it's okay to communicate things that we struggle with and be vulnerable because that's the only way we're going to heal those holes and help strengthen where the wound was. Like that's the only way you're going to climb out of that pit. The only way out is to face it and, and, Try different remedies. Combine remedies. Find what works for you. And don't let anybody else tell you that it doesn't. If it works for you, it works for you. They don't know you. They don't know what you live with day to day, every hour. And even if they do, they're only seeing it from an outside perspective. So it really... What what what's important is that you find what works for you personally, and that isn't just medically. That's in every aspect of life. We speak from a platform of experience. No aliens. Oh no. Yeah. We speak from the a aliens like that part. <laughs> they do. But we speak from a platform of experience. We experience ourselves. And we found things that work for us. And how many brothers come together and talk the way me and Josh do? Not very many. But why do we? Yeah. We, we need more of that communication. I mean, my uh, I don't know where I heard this from, but ever since I heard it, I adopted it into my life as my primary viewpoint on almost anything. Um, I, I believe it was Stephen Covey, one of his books. There's a line in there um, that says, seek first to understand. <laughs> um, and, and I take that broadly, like seek first to understand everything. Understand yourself. Understand other people learning to understand other people to better understand yourself, understanding the world around you, the different connections that, that tie things together. Once you understand more about everything around you, the better equipped you are to make decisions for the better. Man, that's perfect. This has been such a fun episode. And yeah, no, definitely. I'm, Love you guys. I'm super excited for you guys to leave the stories, comments. But yeah, definitely chime in. If you're struggling with depression and need somebody to chat, go ahead and leave a comment in the thread. We'll get back to you um, just as soon as we possibly can. 
and try to lead you some more information. If you have more information, definitely plug that in. The more information we get gathered together in a single place, the better. Well, that's about wraps it up for us. You've been listening to the Found Forum. Welcome to the conversation.